welcome to the Pad Bros Podcast, your home for third-hand news, questionable advice, and dubious opinions all about Puzzle and Dragons. It is Monday, August 15th, 2016, I'm pretty sure it's the 15th, uh, and today I have a, a new co-host, Al- am I calling you Alpha? Alpha, I guess. I mean, if you do, you want to go with Alpha, or do you want do you want to go with my actual first name? You know it now. Yeah, I do. I I'm I'm more comfortable with actual first names. I like I'm I'm old, as I've said many times on the podcast, and I'm not comfortable with people having like, oh yeah, well that's my in-game name, and that's what everyone <laughs> calls me. Let, let's so. go for them. This is like the the big reveal. I I think I've done a. a, a good job of hiding my true identity it's like a Clark Kent Superman thing it's okay if you want to keep keep it hidden oh no it's totally fine totally fine all right well I'm gonna call you is it Dave or David go with Dave yeah people call me Dave call you Dave because I'm more comfortable with that (laughs) Dave aka Alpha Alpha Pad is uh yeah that's 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 how most people know me Alpha Pad or at least in at least in the world that we're going to be reaching with this podcast, <laughs> that is most definitely true. <laughs> all right, so you have been uh, we're all right. I always have a tendency to want to launch into the actual like meat of the podcast without doing the outline, but uh, I will do that first. So we're, we've got a uh, new co-host, uh, Alpha David, Dave. <laughs> And uh, so first we're going to do a get to know you section with Dave, and then uh, we're going to bust into our news section, see what's going on uh, personally, a little North America news, there's some interesting stuff to talk about for sure. Um, JP News isn't maybe quite as exciting, uh, but uh, it seems like there's some good stuff on the horizon as well. Going to check out uh, Gremory, I keep wanting to say Gremony, and I don't I don't know where I picked that up. Maybe just at the beginning of an an R just looks like the beginning of an N to me, and my mind auto completes. <laughs> but uh, Grammary, uh, and then uh, we're going to do a cute corner and a we're gonna we don't have any questions that I wanted to dive into, but I do have some tips because I've been talking to a lot of folks on Discord, uh, trying to help carry people through dungeons, and uh, I've got some tips that I want to throw out there that it seems like some people who are a little bit newer to the game don't really understand why it's as important as it is. I I feel like I also have a questionable tip I want to throw in there that might be bad advice, but that's that's the sort of uh, advice they'd be getting from me anyway, so just just remind me of my bad advice when when the time comes. Okay, I'll try to remember that. <laughs> okay, so speaking of bad advice, um, what got you to start playing pad? Okay, so well, what what originally got me was actually one of the guys that I work with. So, and, and I'll get into that in one one moment. One of the guys I work with uh, was playing Puzzles and Dragons, and he convinced me to download the app. And I had it on my phone for at least two months before I opened it. And it, because he, he would always download really crappy free games. And at the time I was like, the icon looked kind of, kind of silly, but I finally opened it and I was horrific at the game, but it didn't take me long. Like, like he was, I think he was like rank 150 when I started. 
Um, it didn't take me long to far surpass him and start giving him tips because I'm such a nerd. I keep like looking into things and reading into things, but I realized the sort of depth that the game actually had, and it, it was really uh, uh, pretty addicting. So uh, I, I like to think of myself as the most unlikely pad player and almost definitely most unlikely pad YouTuber out there. Um, so. Okay. I, I, well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I will elaborate on that. Uh, <laughs> please do, please do. So, so I, I'm not really into anime. Um, I'm not really into um, any other like phone games. A lot of people play other phone games. This is this is it. This is the only phone game I have for a good three years. It's been the only video game I've even played. Um, I'm actually. I'm really into fitness and exercise. I own two gyms. I run my own business. Um, I, I have 15 employees that would just be... Wait, can we swear? Probably not, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, we could swear? Yeah, we, we put an explicit rating on it. Oh, great, great. So they would just shit themselves if they knew that I had a YouTube channel dedicated to matching puzzles and collecting anime girls with big boobs. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, uh, you know, I, I, it, I, it's funny that you say all that because I am right there with you in terms of being an unlikely. Now I'm a huge nerd and, uh, I don't deny that in any way, but lately I've been a nerd about rock climbing and I, you know, I get out, climb mountains, uh, you know, do, uh, some sort of like some solo long backpacking trips. And, you know, I'm certainly not in any way, uh, your typical pad player. And, uh, and I don't really, I, I, am right with you. I don't play any other video games. Um, I had, you know, a few other games on my phone, but they didn't really go any farther than like Sudoku, or just, you know, whatever random little puzzle game I found to uh, play while I was on the toilet, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like, um, you know, I downloaded the show notes and then took mine offline, but you still saw them somehow because you totally took the wind out of my sails. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say, I love the outdoors, and next month I'm going to be going and doing a Spartan race one weekend and the following weekend, I'm going to be backpacking some high peaks in the Adirondacks with some buddies. And then I'll be getting down into a hunting season and really work on my, my bow hunting skills. But you pretty much are doing all the same stuff I'm doing, but you're doing it solo. So I, I you know, I'm kind of upset about that. That was like my, like one of my big reveals in the podcast. So is, oh, is, is this what you normally do to guests? You just like one up them? No, not at all. I mean, I'm not doing any hunting, so I think you uh, you've got me there. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, I'll be heading out the beginning of September. I'm gonna have to change my username so I don't have all my friends delete me. But I'm gonna be you know AFK for you know seven days while I go out and uh, climb some peaks with some buddies um, in the uh, High Sierra. In, That's pretty uh, Sequoia cool. Sequoia National Park. Yeah, I'm on the uh, the East Coast, so I've only really done Adirondacks and other comparable things. Uh, I haven't done any West Coast backpacking, so maybe one well, day. You, you should. I, I, I honestly, even though I grew up on the East Coast, I have not been back to do anything in the Adirondacks. I was in uh, New England, so I did mostly like White Mountain stuff. 
Oh, very cool. Very cool. I didn't actually, honestly, didn't even start backpacking for real until I was out in California. And I've been out in California for like 14 years now. 15 wow. years now. Yeah, nice. Long time. Oh, yeah. You are old then. Yeah, I'm old. Man. <laughs> Well, but okay, so so that's that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much me and why I'm a un- unlikely pad player and pad YouTuber. So I guess that kind of uh, wraps that one up. So so I have a quick question. Okay. Did you play Magic the Gathering growing up? I didn't. I didn't did? do that. No. So like when I was growing up, I did um, I did like console games, Nintendos and stuff, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then. Before I went on a very long video game hiatus, I was really into Counter-Strike um, back before like Steam was a thing or anything like that, you know, when it was like a Half-Life mod. Uh, I did Counter-Strike and Warcraft 3. Those are my big games that I was uh, really into. And then really nothing until Puzzles and Dragons uh, 547 days ago. Which uh, answers that one. 547 day old account. That, that's uh, oh, okay. that's how long I've been in there. That was going to be my next question. 547. Yeah. I am at, I think, 680 something. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm closing in on two years. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just really cool, you know how much content that they push out that it's still interesting after almost two years. I have to say, um, I recently played The Division. I put like one video on my channel about that. I've actually made a few more, but I just haven't put them up. And that is a game, that was like a AAA PC console game uh, coming out uh, from Ubisoft. And... They have just shit the bed in managing the content, managing the community. There's a toxic relationship there. And it's a game I really want to like, but it's, they're making it so hard. And it really gave some interesting perspective on how well Gung Ho does managing things. I mean, aside from, you know, there was a brief amount of time when, you know, NA was just the poverty server and everyone would complain. And I guess that still happens a little bit, but it's more like tongue in cheek now. But um, I mean, it's really, it's a fun game with a lot of depth, so I yeah, I really appreciate that. And and the the NA being the poverty server is it's out the window now. Like you know, it was almost entirely based on the fact that Ten X Descendants came out in like May June, and then we didn't get it until December. It was that huge. And, like, yeah. yeah, it was, like, you know, oh, rewards from the stream. But, like, eh, come on. It's not that big a deal. Like, oh, you only got 1P and they got 5. Like, all right. It doesn't matter that much. So I think that things have just gotten so caught up between servers. You know, like, we have the summer collab. They had the summer collab same time. Like, you know, things are only delayed by, like, you know, a month and a half, two months, and then we're right, right back where they are. And you know, the you're right about the content; like, it's still very engaging. Uh, you know, I've been playing, like I said, for almost two years, and you know, still there's still stuff that I can't beat, and I, I want to beat it, and I still want to work on teams to do it. And uh, I would say that the community that plays Pad has had a lot to had a lot to do with like sort of carrying me along through it. 
um, once I found Reddit and now just sort of co-op everything, making everyone, you know, channeling everyone into Discord and having fun people to chat with and talk to, like yourself. Oh, wow. Wow. What a compliment. What a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, all that. I mean, it's all pretty cool to me. Yeah, yeah. When I first started, I, I didn't understand. Um, I think I went through the tutorial too fast. I didn't understand how to properly manipulate the orbs. So I was like single matching. Like I really didn't understand the concept of the game at all. And I remember looking up YouTube, just like how to play Puzzle and Dragons. And I saw Tyler Pad, um, who he was still active at the time. If anyone uh, listening to this doesn't know because he hasn't made a video in quite a while. He was, I think he still has the highest subscriber rate of anyone from the North American pad community. Um, and he looked like a freaking wizard. I couldn't understand what was happening. And that was the first time when I started understanding how to actually match boards. And I spent a lot of time on the, the subreddit. Um, I still have the you know, the uh, slash R in my username as homage to the uh, Puzzle Dragon subreddit. And I learned a ton there. And the community is really, really good. I mean, it's, it, I think it's just nice that it's kind of single. I mean, it's obviously a, a multiplayer game now because co-op is such a big thing. But, like, everyone wins. You know, it's not like one of those games where someone, like, if someone has better stuff than you, like, oh, that's cool. Maybe, like, you'll use it to help me clear a dungeon. It's not, there, there's no uh, uh, contention at all, so... Really good community. Yeah, I I totally agree, and I think that your your point about like not knowing how the game works when you start playing is right on the nose. Like, certainly was for me. Like, I didn't know anyone else that played. I just like was like, I need a new game. What's the most popular game currently? Puzzle puzzle related game, and I was like, let me download it. Let me look at it. I was making those just like one move matches because I had like gone through a period of like oh candy crush can burn some time in my life <laughs> you know <laughs> so I, I knew about that and then uh you know it i think it took me until i read somewhere in the app that there were ultimate evos and i couldn't figure out how to do them that drove me to like find pad x and then it took me even longer to find reddit and uh you know i watched some of those tyler pad videos and was amazed just like you so um i uh i had basically the same route into the game as you. And, and I think it probably took me several months before I knew how to like actually manipulate orbs or even what a leader skill was. Yeah. My first REM pull was the like blue golem, like the evolved. Oh no. <laughs> yep. Oh man. That's so rough. Evolved Whoa. blue golem. I had no idea how leader skills worked. And that monster did not help me to learn how leader skills work because I just like slotted it in as my leader. I'm like, yeah, it was a gold egg. And I just like, you, do you know what the leader skill is for the, that blue golem? Not the, not the like alt Evo one where you have to like get the like gold keepers to evolve it. This is the evolved one. You know what it is? <laughs> is there no leader skill? There is a leader skill. Oh, there is? Yeah, what is it? What is it? It is a, a 10 times water counterattack in rare cases. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So 25% of the time when you get hit, it hits back for 10, 10 times in water damage. <laughs> and oh, so, like, man. I, I thought it was kind of cool because I would, you know, be trying to go through a dungeon. And every once in a while, I would not 
combo well enough to kill the monster and then it would kill it kill it in turn when you put it like that it does sound pretty good it does <laughs> except that you know you have no multiplier and so like i didn't have a concept of how leader skills worked and i was like i didn't know to find a leader that would work with my monsters and it went on like that for several months before i figured anything out um and i the first monster that I ever pulled that had that I went on like Pad X and found suggested teams to beat any any descended dungeon was Amaterasu. Oh, nice! I I, I recently got an Amaterasu. I didn't have one for a very long time. Um, I started with Divinagon, and oh, yeah, nice. he he his his active skill. I don't even remember what his leader skill is, but his active skill is like big light attack and it's like skill level one at 30 turns i would regularly hit it more than once in a dungeon and this is like working my way up normals that that's that's where i started just to give you an idea <laughs> oh oh i can beat that because i i went ama odin with like gravities and morning star attacks from lucifer like uh, that's the that ultimate like, grind stall 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 super grind i went like that for way too long it, I, I th- i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that was like the first eight nine months of puzzle and dragons for me it was it was in retrospect it was brutal like there were days when i was like oh man i'm gonna rank up tonight i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna run king of the gods three times it's gonna take me two and a half hours oh my god oh man it would take me it would take me like 45 minutes to run king of the gods i could do it with a very high success rate as long as i didn't like kind of nod off and not match orbs oh man and and that was back when stamina was well, stamina was what well, it was five minutes when I started, but it was ten minutes for a while, right? Were you playing oh, yeah. back then? I was. Oh wow! So it definitely had the game has definitely changed a ton. Um, what do you think when people say that they think that Pad is is moving too fast, that the meta is changing too fast, and teams are getting overpowered too fast? I hear people complaining about. Um, the heart match leaders, you know, there's there's two OP. They complain about um, awoken Lube farming because, you know, it's like oh, but you can. There's all these dungeons that were so hard, and now you can just button them. Yeah, you know, I mean, my thing is after playing this game for about a year and a half, is that I have unwavering faith and gung-ho to come up with some wacky zany thing that's going to completely negate uh, heart crosses at some point and we're going to have to move on um i mean i'm pretty sure back in the day once people got you know lucifer they thought they had beaten the game and then it was well i've got red sonia and um beelzebub then it was i mean there there has always been something where they just go this has got to be the best thing and you know it wasn't too long ago it was uh yo you and people are saying well once you put out this kind of damage like what is there you know like you're just gonna blow through everything but he's still not like he's not that op and yeah i mean i i guess being able to put on your own shield at will depending on what orbs you generate is pretty amazing 
Um, I just think that the game is going to get even more in-depth and introduce new mechanics that will counter that and force people to adapt once again. Because it's just happened over and over. It's kind of crazy to think that, you know, Gung Ho is going to be like, you know what, guys? You're right. We are tapped with ideas. Um, it's been a good run. See you later. <laughs> like, like I'm pretty sure they're working on something there. So, I, I mean, I, I guess that's my answer to that. I do agree. Right now it is, you know... I think that for one thing, you know, the fact that JP gets everything first, we kind of, we can be prepared for things, right? Mm-hmm. So when Mir came out, the day she came out, I was ready to evolve her to her fully evolved form, which takes forever to gather everything mm-hmm. and start tackling the, the dungeons right away. Whereas, you know, in JP, if they're getting content at the same pace we are and new cards at the same pace we are, they still have to take the time to figure them out. We kind of get it spoon-fed to us. So it kind of creates this kind of leap forward in power when these new cards are, are released. And I think it's all going it, to – it'll balance out pretty soon. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think it sounds like we're the opposite of the poverty server. I mean, we're the ones that like get everyone. They, you know, we have all these people out there figuring stuff out for us ahead of time. <laughs> oh, totally. I have to say, whenever a ranking dungeon comes out, I don't even look at it the first few days. Then after a few days later, I'll, I'll look at the Reddit thread and see who the top ten in JP were. Then I'll go on YouTube and see everyone clearing it in NA. Then I'll go, okay, I'll make my team like this, and bam, top ten percent every time. Like it's <laughs> you get. The information is given to you, you know, and it's, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's definitely not the poverty server, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, we have, you have, there's, there's those people who are like, oh, things are moving too fast, things are becoming easy so fast. And then there's the other people who are like, man, I got this monster and I was super excited and I did all this work to like hypermax it and then work on and skill up all my subs for this team. And now the meta has moved past, right? So uh, Awoken Pandora was, you know, up there in the meta for like a hot minute, you know? Yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, Xiang Mei, right? Xiang Mei is basically, you know, dropping off the radar of like the tier list now. And people bought, you know, people are like, ah, when Xiang Mei comes, I'm buying three and I'm just going to run <laughs> like I'm going to run a team with four XMs, one Gaddius, one, you know, one uh, Uriel. And, you know, I think some people are a little bummed that now that team seems to be outclassed by, you know, this other, you know, these other teams that have more flexible subs, more farmable subs, stuff like that. Um, I, I personally, you know, I think, you know, the, the meta's got to move, and these monsters, you know, they can't be king of the heap for as long. Maybe even they just can't be king of the heap as long as they used to be. Like, you know, Lucifer and Ronya were, you know, had much longer runs than people had, than other cards have at the top of the meta these days. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that's for sure. And, and that is a pretty valid point, that it's definitely, it's speeding up, and lately... Um, I've, I've been a lot more active. I was playing pretty casually for a few months when I was really getting deep in the division and I'm starting to get a lot more, uh, intense with my Puzzle and Dragons account now. And I have to say, trying to keep up with things, it's not easy. You know, I, I, I've spent more stones on stamina trying to either skill up Mir or, 
um, trying to run through like uh, Machine Zeus when I find like a farming partner. Like, um, actually, I, I heard like, do you do uh, runs of Machine Zeus? Don't you have like a, a Machine Zeus uh, dojo on on a uh, Discord? I, I do. Uh, I feel I felt unqualified for it when it when it originally was given to me because uh, the only lead I was able to carry like you know carry through Machine Zeus was uh, Machine Hera. So it was like you know I did actually make a post on Reddit and I had this like I was like you know what my team and and uh, I'm just randomly lucky that I got these monsters. But I have a team that's set up and ready to clear Machine Zeus, and all you need is to have Machine Hera as a leader and some relatively common subs. And I was like, I think anyone who qualifies for this should have Machine Zeus, so let's let's get it done. Now, I don't know what your experience... Well, actually, I do know what your experience was with getting the mechs, uh, but, you know, I had... Uh, I cleared Machine Hera first with... Uh, in co-op using Bastet and Four Stones. Ah. Um, yeah, my girlfriend and I did that. And then uh, with Machine Hera, I, w- I found there's a, a video of someone in JP running, and they had a team set up with double Machine Heras, and then the, the second team, the A team had some subs that I had, and the B team had four Nagas. <laughs> so it was like... Dacho carry esque, you know, fully yeah, farmable yeah. subs. Um, so, you know that I was like, ah, I bet we can do that. And so it took seven tries, but we successfully managed to get clear machine Zeus with zero stones. And then after that, I was like, well, you know, here's this team for farming machine Zeus, like, and it should work just as well with ma- carrying machine Hera. And so I've, uh, you know, with the Machine Hera leader. And so I've been doing that. And, you know, like, I don't think I actually run it very often out of the dojo on Discord. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if, if every, every once in a while someone strolls along and is like, yeah, I have Machine Hera. Like, well, all right, well, let's get you Machine Zeus. It should be pretty chill. Nice. Yeah, that, I, that's pretty cool. That That's actually, I, I wandered into the dojo and... Um... Well, was trying to trying to find you in your dojo, and I think that's how we that's how we met up. That is, yeah. So we, someone posted on Reddit, I think from from the server, not from your specific channel. Yeah. Saying, hey, if you want to run anything that is not Mir, you better do it today. This is the day before Mir came out, or I think actually the day of Mir debuting, because it was in the evening on a Friday, yeah. and I. Uh, uh, Wandered into the dojo, just a you know a lowly white belt, trying to approach the sensei, looking uh, to see if I could get a machine Zeus, and and lo and behold, it worked out. Yeah, we got it done. Did you, have, <laughs> did you ever post that video, or uh, are we too embarrassed? About it? <laughs> I, I've got it. I've got it. So so we did it with Sephiroth, um, and uh, Sephiroth leads, and it took us one stone, but. Um, I, I think I think we only stoned on Machine Zeus, and I think it was more of a flub than a you know a shortcoming of, of the teams or anything. Um, and no, I, I will I will actually, dish off. I think, the, I think the teams were perfect, actually. I think um, they were. Yeah. We just um, you uh, <laughs> uh, one of us 
one of us missed a TPA. Had 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 the last orb in the TPA separated by one other off color orb, and uh, we took a hit that we weren't supposed to take. And I think uh, if we hadn't taken that hit, we would have been okay. So as as the sensei, I know you will take responsibility for that, um, and I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, no, I'll definitely get that up on, on the channel. I, I've been trying to get up all the very timely things, like the REM pulls and all, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll definitely get that up. I'll get that up uh, probably whenever we could get this this podcast up. I'll try and put it up in conjunction. Oh. Some cross-promotion. Cool. All right. Uh, I think we have uh, done long enough with our sort of intro, and I think we've touched on some of This the is just the are... intro? Yeah, wasn't it? Oh, good God. <laughs> Uh, no, well, this was the get to know you section, and uh, I think we did a good job. But uh, let's so, move yeah. into news. All right. So, some of the stuff we touched on already, so we might have uh, you know quick conversations about it. Um, personal news. Uh, I'll throw out there stuff for me. Uh, I I was uh, this morning a rank six six six. So that's pretty daunting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually, uh, in the, uh, the discord channel that I'm a part of, I posted up my, uh, my ranking dungeon score, which, uh, well, we'll hold off on that. But I was asked if I had made a deal with the devil based on my 666. Oh, good Lord. Did you get 6.66%? No, that'd be cool. Okay. I'm glad I didn't though. (laughs) All right, uh, so I think uh, we're both uh, sporting hyper Mirus right now, and and I'm gonna keep calling her Miru and not call her Mir. <laughs> You're gonna stick with Miru. See, I was doing that, and then someone said, "Hey, you know, it's Mir, like Meerkat," and so I, I that's kind of stuck with me, you know. So the 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 flying dragon Meerkat is uh yeah, my, mine is mine is Pentamax. I, I don't mean to correct you on a technicality, but I've really put some serious investment in there. <laughs> okay, what uh, what latents have you put on Miru that I don't have? Uh, I went with three skill delay resist and two HP. Okay, how did you uh, how did you come by your skill delay resist? Because I, I'm having this debate with myself. I bought them at half price. I thought it was worth the investment. Yeah, I I agree that definitely have done that for certain monsters, but uh, yeah. You just wanted everything to be farmed from here. Just keep it very organic. <laughs> uh, well, everything's been farmed so far. I don't know if uh, maybe maybe I'm I'm kind of hoping that we'll get like farmable skill delay resist back outside of Predra infestation at some point. That would be fantastic. I would love to be able to farm some of those because it would definitely be worth throwing some stamina stones at it. Um, I would assume when you compare it to the cost of selling for MP and then buying them. Yeah, I think, you know, you can farm MP reasonably well, but it's pretty time consuming. Yeah, that is true. All right. Hyper, hyper Miru or Pentamax Miru, depending on (laughs) which one of us we're talking about. Uh, what have you done with her so far? Well, 
I don't know. I, I mean, okay, let me take that back. I know you sit on the edge of your seat all day looking at youtube.com slash C slash Alphapad to see when the updated videos are coming out, but it was only yesterday that I finished uh, maxing her out. So as of right now, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I, I've, I've been messing around with some farming. She's surprisingly fun and easy to farm with because if you're farming anything without preempts, you just make the shield at the beginning and then just match up. So oh, yeah, I can imagine. It's yeah, it's pretty good. I tell you what, um, I think I mentioned I've mentioned this already on the pod, but you know, Kaede works the same way, where you make the shield and then after that you just need to match sets of green unless there's a preemptive strike and there was a uh kaede fixed team ranking dungeon in jp back when i had a jp account and i didn't know that so i was just trying to make the cart cross every single floor oh no i imagine and you didn't get a 10 percent on that one then i i did not it was not even close i think i managed <laughs> to squeak into the top 50 percent <laughs> Wow, what were those other 50 people or 50% of the people doing? Man. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> the the ranking dungeon always surprises me. Like actually um I've been co-oping a lot with this one guy uh who's a very nice gentleman from Croatia. No, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. My friends are from Croatia. He's from Serbia. Okay. Uh and he he you know, I think uh, I'm not always, you know, on the Discord server, like, trying to help carry people because I'm kind of busy. But he, he'll, he like, asks, ask on the server and ask around with uh, for other people for help. And then if, if he doesn't find anybody, he'll, like, message me directly. And I'm usually like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, I'm, like, not at my computer, like, ready to help people. But, you know, I... You know, I know what his team is, and I can, I you know, we can get through a dungeon. That'll be fine. Um, and so uh, I've been helping him out, and he was like asking me for advice on the ranking dungeon, and I was trying to help him figure it out because I was like, oh, it'd be pretty cool if I got more people to do this thing, is to help boost me up a little bit. But uh, you know, he was, you know, he's like rank two, I want to say thirty ish, and uh, he was he was struggling with it because he r- mostly runs red. And uh, there's a 10-turn red absorb on the Volcano Dragon. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that'll kill the time there. Yeah, well, he was actually having a hard time finishing. I'm not sure if he managed to complete it or not, but I can certainly see where, you know, not everyone is even finishing these dungeons. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, actually, in my JP account, where I'm in the low 200s, and my box is very underdeveloped compared to North America... My goal is just to finish the dungeon most of the time because you get something at least. <laughs> yeah. And the ranking dungeons are nice. I don't understand why anyone who can possibly beat them would skip them because, you know, you get a stone, you get a Tamadra, that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, my So back to Miru. So my my I haven't done much with her. I've done two things of minor note with Miru. Um, one is that I used her to solo ultimate endless corridors. Nice. I was just kind of like, I, I want to run something with Miro cause having all that time and whipping orbs around and making heart crosses is, is fun. 
it's it's pretty cool to do like i think under time pressure i would be very in a lot of trouble trying to run her but uh i think uh, all you have to do is have like two two fingers finger awakenings on your team and you've got nine seconds to combo yeah it's so. pretty awesome now is, is that one is that the the hardest endless corridors the ultimate one well i mean yes and no because there's an ultimate endless corridors five by four board and an ultimate endless corridors. Oh my God. no, no okay, awake okay. no awakenings no awakenings yeah that, that's pretty wild uh, i wonder how many people have actually done that i it sounds like i can't even picture being able to do that <laughs> like i mean i guess you know, people seem to run uh, like Anubis and like Halloween Thoth and Sopdet for, you know, like tons of time to combo and lots of, I don't know, your attack ends up being like 49x or something like that. That's pretty good. That's it's pretty, that's pretty yeah. solid. I don't know. It's, uh, I think it would take a lot of luck. And I mean, you're going to have to deal with El Kaliet at the end of it anyways. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, let me ask you something. For sure. your mirror team, so I'm sticking with my pronunciation. Um, it's okay. We still know what we're talking about. <laughs> so I currently have Awoken DQXQ. I've got Sun Wukong. I've got Apocalypse. And in my fourth spot... I've got Uria, which I know is a very unconventional spot there, but I really like it because I'm able to obviously keep the... So if anyone doesn't know, she has a heart Skyfall. She makes either two or three hearts, I forget which it is, and then makes a heart Skyfall for three turns. So it makes it so you could obviously stall out a bit, and you always have the the hearts for the shield. Um, But being as what we were just saying, where there's no preempts, the shield carries through... Do you think I'm better served having a light orb maker like a Fuma uh, Fuma Kutaro? Kataro? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I mean, I think it definitely, it sounds situational to me. Um, you might, you're better off with Fuma Kutaro and easy stuff and probably Yuna and harder stuff. You know, like if, if you have dungeons where you're going to have to like stall and make a bunch of heart crosses to get through stuff, or if you're going to take a preemptive strike and you always have to remake that heart cross... I think that uh, Yuna sounds like the way to go to me. You are so wise. It is no wonder you have a dojo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, all right. Uh, I will say the other thing that I've done with my Miru is I was able to carry someone who is ranked 206 through Miru, the, the, through the dungeon. That's pretty cool. What what team were they running with? They ran an Awoken Venus leader, and we sort of just resisted our way through that dungeon. Oh my and, goodness. I mean, if you look at the dungeon, there's like two monsters in there. There's half of uh, the Grimoire, and then the one green monster, and everything else is totally doable with Minru. And Venus. So, like, Venus has that 50% damage reduction for light, dark, and blue, which covers most of that dungeon. And uh, so, yeah, we were able to just sort of, like, resist our way through the dungeon. I We managed to survive some, some very nervous 
some very nervous comboing from my partner. <laughs> but uh, got got through and got him that Miru at uh, the the lowly rank of two hundred six, and uh, it it took a while. It took roughly an hour. <laughs> Oh man, that's some serious time commitment. That that's a very nice, uh, nice carry of you. I'm sure that that, that makes um, that person real happy. Well, it's a, it's a close friend of my girlfriend, so. Uh, oh, I get it. it. Okay, it was it was uh, done for that reason. I understand I how some, how you were paid some, for that. Yeah, I have some other friends that uh, I'd like to get through there as well. May go with the same strategy. It's definitely safer than like Pandora or Lucy, but uh, we'll see. See, I went the the actual mirror that I have in my box, Pentamax. I actually got running through with a Woken Lucifer solo. Um, I had tried to make an ALB team, a Woken Lube team, um, when it first came out in co-op, but I just didn't have the right parts in there and failed twice. And before going to bed that night, I was like, ah, I'll, I'll try one more time and soloed it with Awoken Lucifer. Um, he's very he's very capable. Oh, yeah? All right. Well, maybe I'll try. I, I have a feeling that going co-op with Pandora or Awoken Lucifer is going to end up being, you know, the better part of 45 minutes anyway. So. That's probably true as well. Actually, yeah, if you saw one of my, my recent videos, the first, first time I was farming uh mirror like the weekend that she descended i ended up doing a bunch of runs with yomi dragon and one run which actually in fairness was one of our longer runs because i missed a combo somehow or i missed a, a five with an enhance um it took a, a half hour easy <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah i definitely uh i definitely watched some of one of those videos. I'm not sure I watched <laughs> It's a bit of a thing. commitment to sit through all that. I posted an Awoken Lou Bay run through the other day to at least kind of like make up for it. <laughs> oh my god. Awoken Lou Bay through that dungeon. So wonderful. Oh yeah. It, it was fantastic. I farmed, uh, well it was yesterday when uh, Mir descended returned. Mm-hmm. And I finally, the day before, actually, yeah, no, the day before... I did some Godfest pulls and got two Lisa back to back, and just happened to have the skill up dungeon available. It just ended now, but it was available, so I went and spammed the uh, intermediate difficulty on two X drop rate, skilled her up, and threw her in with a um, a Rochi inherit, and I was able to pretty much run through. Um, at about the same pace that the fastest farm teams would. So it was a pretty effective way to finish skilling her up. Yeah, are you running uh, Legend or Mythical? Uh, just Legend, just Legend. Yeah. So I uh, I had been trying to like get everything set up to run Legend, and you know you can use that delay on floor two, three, floor three. three. Yeah, yeah. And you can heal up, and you can run Mythical, but... Man, just legend is so much faster and safer. I just I switched to legend for all of my Miru farming. Nice, yeah. My team was. I think I have two hypermax cards on the team, so I did not feel comfortable trying mythical. No, I don't think I would have no. done the damage to one shot stuff. Now, uh, you didn't do a whole ton of Awoken Lube farming for Miru. I did a bunch, um, and my major experience from it is that. 
it's hard to combo five combos in a row with no time extends. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was lucky enough to be the player that did not have to do that. And my partner was good enough that he never flubbed it once. And I was so impressed. Never flubbed it once. That's awesome. You gotta yeah. keep that partner on uh, on retainer or something. <laughs> yeah, I need to look him up on Discord. Shoot, <laughs> uh, because uh, you know I I ran with a number of different people. A number of people who I know are good, you know, good players, and every one of them killed me at least once. Killed us at least once. <laughs> yeah, it's... and uh, in fact, uh, you know, one of them, my uh, a guy. Danny is a friend of mine who I know through this podcast. He's a fan of this podcast. And uh, he and I co-op a lot of things together. He's always, you know, he's aware of what's going on. He's always willing to, like, take direction and, uh, you know, willing to chat and figure things out. So that's kind of what I look for in a, you know, a farming partner, a co-op partner. And uh, he was super excited because he pulled Astroth and he was like, I am going to make the uh the dragon killer team he's gonna run the a team and then i could run the b team and be the one who has to do five combos <laughs> and uh i think i had uh i we were we were running a little bit yesterday and uh i killed us once on that floor uh because i grabbed a different orb than i thought i did so I like got to the end of my combos and was like, "Well, that's not going to work." <laughs> what, what what happened here? <laughs> oh no! But I had a pretty high success rate, higher than I'm used to seeing from my partners. I'll put it that way. Well, there's a humble brag. <laughs> I will tell you that uh, you know my in my progression of the game. At one point, I was an Erd main. I played Erd as my main leader all the time. That's how I beat everything at that point in the game. And uh, Erd, at the time, didn't have a time extend. So I think I had like maybe one time extend on my team. So I had like four and a half seconds to combo. And I was very used to making, you know, doing an Erd into Cow Cow or Erd into Valkyrie. And I was, you know, like, how can I make the most rows and most combos with the least amount of movement? And so I was used to that. And so, to, to me, it was very familiar trying to do this, uh, you know, fast comboing out of a bicolor board. Well, that's, that's pretty good. I also started with Erd. Actually, if you see some of the oldest videos on my channel, um, it is me with Erd trying to do some descent clears. I think, um, actually, the very first video I remember seeing from you posted on Reddit was... Uh, showing how to S rank a dungeon with Erd. That is true. Yeah, I posted that up, and um, and it's still it's still very applicable to any any low level players. Try and find that on my channel. Um, easy to module there. But um, yeah, Erd was my main for a very long time, and I had the same struggles that you did. The only difference was I was just bad until I got other teams that had time extends. So now when you take them away, I'm bad again. So it's, uh, you know, it could be a bit of a struggle. All right. Um, have you been experimenting with your Awoken Lube for farming other things? Let's see. I mean, farming dailies, I guess, but sometimes depending, I mean, gorillas seem like they're more button press teams. Dailies, yeah. I'll farm with Awoken Lube. I haven't, I haven't really tried farming descends, to be honest. 
Um, we got to uh, do it. How, how about you? The Awoken Lube Farming for Rogues is prime. It is so good and so fast and amazing. Really? And I think that you know this is where that power creep comes in. When Scarlet came out, that dungeon was so damn hard. Oh, yeah. That dungeon and gave me fits with Raw Dragon. With Raw Dragon. With the optimal Raw Dragon team. It would give me fits. Yeah. I, uh, I struggled. I think when it first came out, I tried a lot. And I was running either... I think I was running Shiva Dragon at the time. Or I also tried Awoken Shiva. And it took me a lot of tries. It was hard. Yeah. And even afterwards, I finally had a team that I could farm uh, solo, running Scarlet with decent consistency to the point where I managed to to max skill and hyper max a Scarlet. Uh, I was using Rao, who, by the way, is still to this day one of my favorite leaders, and I'm bummed that he didn't get buffed enough to get back into the top of the meta. Yeah, I used to watch uh, videos where people were clearing stuff with Rao, and it looked so awesome. They were so cool, like doing like the challenge nine and ten. Um, I I have not been blessed with a, a row, but um, uh, he's a great great lead. Lots of fun. Yeah, super fun. Uh, coming back, Fist of the North Star should be back. Speaking of Fist of the North Star, have you ever watched an episode of Fist of the North Star? I have to be honest, I haven't. I have yeah. never seen it. I've. I love it. <laughs> it is it is so ridiculous. I just was like, you know, cruising around. I was like, oh, I need something to watch right now while I do some farming. And uh, I found, and apparently there's there's like 150 episodes of Fist of the North Star on Hulu right now. Oh. Yeah, so, so is that where you primarily find, like, episodes to watch? And, and specifically... The new Puzzle and Dragon show. I actually want to check that one out. How do I do that? Uh, the new Puzzle and Dragon show, which I am also a big fan of. I'm enjoying it very much, both from uh, the like it's funny and fun and interesting, but also ridiculous at the same time. Like there's literally <laughs> people like summoning orbs out of thin air and then swiping them, lining them up and swiping their finger across <laughs> them. It's it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen and it's so so ridiculously fun. Um it, it's yeah, you, you check it out. Uh you can go to funimation.com to find that. Funimation. Okay. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, I heard you talking about it last episode, and I was like, all right, I've, I've got to check this out. So I will definitely follow up with that. Funimation. Yeah, the first episode can hook you. It's it's pretty funny. I am enjoying it. So Excellent. Um, all right. So Fist of the North Star uh, is this post-apocalyptic world, um, and uh, there's all these, like, uh, it's very, very post-apocalyptic, and they focus on it, like, oh, there's people struggling for food, and there's an episode that focuses around a guy who's got a bag full of rice seeds, and he's trying to get them back to his village so that they can plant rice and, and grow food for themselves. Um, and then uh, he gets killed by, you know, the evil... Uh, it's very uh, Mad Maxian. 
there's like Mad Max people on bikes and cars that are crazy, like driving around. And there's Kenshiro, who is the master of the divine fist of the North Star. And he's wandering around and he makes the most amazing, ridiculous kung fu noises when he attacks people. And it just cracks me the hell up every single time <laughs> oh man I, i'm gonna have to check it out i, I mean post-apocalyptic action is definitely my thing so uh, i'll have to give that a a, a, a look you uh you just you just have to watch that first episode maybe maybe two episodes and you'll fully understand why i am totally head over heels for this it's ridiculous it's silly and also interesting at the same time um i don't know if you'll be into it but nonetheless check it out and and discover why i i have a newfound love for kenshiro now i also have kenshiro in puzzle and dragons and i'm excited to try and run him for some stuff also well now you're just making me jealous because you have rao and kenshiro and i have neither of them I will tell you that the, my Fist of the North Star collab pulls were by far the best I've ever done in any collab dungeon, and I expect I will never do that well again. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, I have gotten pretty lucky with some of my pulls, so I guess I can never really complain about someone else getting some good stuff. Agreed. And speaking of, we just had Godfest and then the Beach REM come out back to back. Oh, man. Did, Brutal did on you- the wallet. Did you pull and how did you do? I pulled both days of Godfest and I pulled in the Beach Collab. So I got, um, what did I get on day one? Um, I forget. Let me check. Hold on. I, I, I've got to check. Well, it, it was it was nothing super notable. That, that's the problem. Okay. Um, I, I got no amazing additions to my box, but these days... Oh, what am I saying? I got a Valkyrie Femme, which was completely random. A Valkyrie Femme, the red Valkyrie. And are you are did you have one before? I did not have one. That's the first so time this I've is ever super pulled exciting. one. Yeah, oh yeah. That, that that actually was exciting. I haven't spent any time developing her, so she she wasn't uh, memorable yet. Um, on day two of the Godfest, I got my like eleventeenth Zuo and uh, a Dupe Saria and Weejas. And in the summer uh, beach collab or pad island collab, I guess, I got pretty much all the silvers multiple times. And the last pull I got was a gold. Well, actually, I didn't pull it. My dog pulled it. I don't know if you ever see my videos, but when I need like some backup, I get my dog to pull the rem for me. And he pulled a gold egg. Oh, nice. He pulled a gold egg. Does he pull with his nose? No, he, he, he gives me paw. He, he shakes paw and then, you know, I, I just gently place his, uh, you know, his paw on, on the screen. Oh, and the screen registers his pads. It does, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Those are legit, you know, canine pulls there. So Thor, Thor is really the, uh, the mastermind behind my REM success. Okay. But th- that was it. And, and, and the gold, um, I mean, I, I won't spoil it. You can check it out on my channel, but it's not one of the like the eight star amazing ones. Oh, okay. So yeah, but how about you? Well, well, I pulled in Godfest more than I thought I would because I have been wanting to put together a Dacho carry team for Machine Zeus for a long time, 
And the only card that I've been like just totally missing that is absolutely just seems to be irreplaceable is Indra. And I was going to skip this Godfest entirely until I realized that Indian Series 1 is Indra. And I don't have Indra. And I'm like, oh man, now I can pull. So I pulled in day one more than I thought I would. Um, and uh, I pulled to the point where I was like, I give up. I'm not going to pull anymore. You know, I don't want to drop a lot of money on this Godfest. And, uh, you know, Diana was like, you know, we're like hanging out somewhere. We've got a blanket down in the grass. And I had pulled a few more times. And I was like, ah, I'm done. And she's like, let me pull one. Last one. I'm like, okay, pull me an Indra. And she made it happen. No way. Ridiculous. That is crazy. You're in like some like storybook romantic picnic or something. And your your girlfriend pulls, you know, the, the, the dragon, uh, I, I guess, husbando you've been looking for? Yeah. On request. Ridiculous. Wow. wow. Uh, she, she has some really uh, sneaky, amazing luck with her uh, pulls. When she started playing, uh, which was, you know, very shortly after we started dating... Uh, she was like, oh, because Verdandi and Erd had basically just came out. They were the, the Godfest exclusives that were out at the time. And she was like, oh, I want, they're cute. I want them. And she's like, I want the red one and the green one, the Norns. And then she was like, and then she was like, you know, Godfest. And she texts me like, oh, I just pulled, I just pulled the red one. Now I just need a green one. And then the next text was like, got the green ones so she pulled them <laughs> oh my god she, she was like not spending money just stones that she had like gotten dirt you know you get a bunch of stones when you start playing the game oh yeah 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 and so she like just had like i don't know like five six pulls at most and was just like i want these two Godfest exclusives and then pulls both of them it was it was insane so that, that's I'm, pretty I'm amazing. not surprised it's not shocking for me to be like, hey, pull me an Indra, and she, then she does it. So so if we backtrack slightly, how did it go when you guys first start? So so you're dating Diana, and you're like, by the way, I play a puzzle video game on my phone with anime girls. You should definitely play it. Like, how did, how did that conversation take place? How did she get into it? And so... Honestly, it didn't take that much. I I sent her a photo of uh, Aldivo Artemis. And I was like, hey, this is one of the monsters that I have in this game that I play. And she knew I played the game. Uh, and she's actually uh, more of a gamer than I am. Ah, uh, that makes in, sense. In all respects. Uh, she's big into Final Fantasy and currently uh, plays Final Fantasy fourteen, which is a... Uh, MMO, okay, massive, massive multiplayer online game. Um, <laughs> I know what that means, Evan. Thank you. Well, well, I'll be honest. I did not until very recently. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> uh, I had to have it explained to me. Uh, but uh, you know, so she plays that uh, pretty regularly now. She's playing Overcast. She's got. Uh, you know, she's Final Fantasy 15 is on the horizon, and she's gonna have to buy a PlayStation 4 for that. Oh man, yeah, she she what okay. So it? so she's a gamer. Okay. Oh, so she's it's Overwatch. I said Overcast. I don't know why. 
I, w- I was about to correct you, and I was like, you know what? There's probably some other game I don't know about, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> no, I know. She, she was, you got corrected, though. So she's more of a gamer than me. I sent her that photo of Artemis, and she's like, Artemis is my favorite because Diana and Artemis mean are different, are like the Roman and Greek names for the same goddess. Ah, uh, got you. Okay. So she was super psyched. She loves green. And, uh, you know, so she saw that, and then she's like, oh, crap, I'm going to have to play this game. And then, uh, you know, she started playing, and then about a month in, she was like, this game is a death trap. And I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so so wait, did she pull Artemis, like, on her first try as well? Does she have an Artemis? No, she uh, she didn't pull Artemis until she, until 400 days. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, man, she used up all her luck on, on the Norns early on, I guess. Yeah, she did. I, You know, she always has a stated desire when every Godfest comes around and what she's pulling for. And for some reason, it always ends up being a six-star Godfest exclusive. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> she's just like, Skald! Ishamali! This last Godfest was uh, Gremory. She wanted Gremory. Well... Oh well, so 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 you pulled, you got the Indra day one. Did you pull day two? Did not. Did, saved it for uh, okay. beach. Okay. So and, so uh, I I want to talk about the new Godfest exclusives, but first I want to know what happened in the beach collab. Oh, beach collab for me was uh, mostly silvers. Actually, no. Yeah. I pulled uh, more than I was planning to, but I I pulled ten gold eggs. What? Okay, well, how, you, would you share how many times you pulled? Uh, I pulled, I think, 30 times. You got one-third gold? Oh, I'm pretty jealous. I yeah. got I, I got one gold egg. I had to resort to having my dog pull it, and I think that was, uh, maybe I did 10, 11 pulls, and I got one. Yeah. It was, it was a freaking foo, all right? I, I'll tell you what it was. It was a foo. <laughs> well... Well, I'll tell you this. Out of the 10 gold eggs that I pulled, six were Corone and two were Foo. <laughs> All right. So you got two good ones then. What, what, what I, are the good ones? I got Meme and Sonia. So That's pretty really, good. Really psyched about Sonia. Yeah. Um and uh, I, you know, I got all the silvers, so I'm I'm pretty Actually, the silvers are really pretty nice. Yeah, they're not bad. Um the uh, um, what's it called? Navi. The- yes, Navi. If she gets a skill up, that's a pretty solid card. I think they make her a four star purposefully so that you can't use her as an inherit because it's a pretty good uh, active skill and it's a yeah. short cooldown. Yeah, I'm actually pretty interested uh, in maybe throwing her onto my Biru team. What? Oh, you you went and bought one? I bought one. Wow, you plunked it down, huh? Five hundred big ones. I did. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so so we'll it, talk about that later. Okay, that, okay, it's coming later. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Because no, no, we'll talk about it later. Okay. All right. Do you have any other uh, personal news? Um, not really. I mean, I just recently got well. I got Machine Zeus with you, yeah. And just a few days ago, I got Machine Hera for the first time. 
And I should be ready once I go and farm like a maniac tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. I should have her evolved. So that, that's that's about it for me as far as in-game uh, personal news. But th- yeah. they're, they're fun co-op leads, and I've been doing a lot of co-op. So Yeah. I think that Machine Zeus is an amazing co-op lead for farming. And then I think Machine Hera's main strength is farming arena. Oh, okay. See, I've never tried that. I've never done arena co-op. I've done it a yeah. few times uh, solo. That's all. Yeah. Well, we'll have to try Arena co-op with Machine Hero once you got it ready because uh, I think it's uh, it's pretty fun, pretty fast, and and uh, pretty cool. Nice. All right, North America news. That was our personal news and achievements. <coughs> North, you can see why this takes so long. This podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Well, I mean, it, you know, it can't. It comes. It takes a little longer because we're you know getting to know each other a little bit. But uh, you know, even. Even if we're like just you know chatting after not having podcasted for a couple of weeks, you know there's a lot to talk about. That's true. There's a lot to catch up. The game moves yeah. fast. All right, we had the Watatsumi <clears throat> ranking dungeon. How'd that work out for you? Um, you you, uh, you perused some videos, you saw yeah. some posts, and uh, then you put together what team? I went with Yo Yu. And um, ended up at 7.6% when all the dust settled at the end. Okay. Did you have a higher ranking initially and then get, like, bumped down as the, as the time went on? Yeah. I, I think I, I initially – I mean, it was just – it was, like, 7.1 down to 7.6 or something. Oh, I just okay. kept an eye to make sure I, I stayed over 10. That's all. Yeah. How about that you? Has been, that has been my experience – through most of these ranking dungeons, just like get into the top ten percent, feel safe. Um, I've had a lot of like top two percent, where I've been like, right, I'm definitely safe, and I'll like try it a few more times. I'm just like, I am not getting any closer. I am just, I just gotta quit. So, I, so do you have any crowns? No, no yeah. crowns, except I'm pretty sure I just got one. Whoa! All right, what was the team? Uh, Dios. I ran with the Dios team. I uh, I saw someone post first day that Dios was a uh, killer for this dungeon, and uh, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I got that." <laughs> so I ran um, Zeus Dios with Artemis, Lisa, uh, Avalon Drake, and. Crap, who's oh Sylvie. Nice. So so with that team I had enough skill boost that uh, I was basically of the first four floors, I would use a skill on two of them and have to clear the other two by comboing. Gotcha. And then I would pop Sylvie on floor five and just make a row as fast as I could and just let go. And then I would Dios on floor seven and or six and seven and then i would have uh avalon drake to try and hit my five combos on watatsumi on the last floor so that's pretty good and, and you use a dios uh friend lead i'm assuming exactly yeah gotcha and so you basically you have to do is try to not heal on the first four floors yeah, I, I I did try a couple runs with Dios, but I didn't have um, 
Actually, I think you were my only friend that had a Dios lead up. So once I tried with you and it didn't go well, <laughs> there was no more. So I tried some mixed leads, didn't have good results, and decided I was done trying. <laughs> yeah. But congrats on that. That's pretty – that's – I mean that crown. People are going to know that you are, you know, top top royalty in the pad community now. I don't know about that. I, I, t- I will tell you I looked on Reddit. And uh, someone was like, oh, here's a graph of where the cutoff was, like, over the course of the whole dungeon. And I was like, I watched, I looked at the graph, and I'm like, oh, that looks like that might end pretty close to my score. Because I'll, I'll be honest, the last day of the of the tournament, I didn't look at it the whole day. I'm like, I'm not running it anymore. I'm not going to worry <laughs> about it. I either end up in the top or I don't. And then right up in the top corner of that graph was posted the score. Like, cutoff is... 119,256 points. I'm like, I think that's exactly what my score is. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I am at the very bottom of the top 1%. So you you I, are the cutoff. I am the cutoff. Wow. Now, I think that they like disqualify from scores, and usually the cutoff creeps down a little bit before they actually give out the prizes. But no, regardless, no. I should get it. Who who's who's getting their scores is qualified? Who who's like cheating the system somehow? I don't know, but it seems to happen every ranking dungeon. At least I know it happened, you know, the first couple. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean I guess we don't want to discuss any known cheats, which I, I'm not even aware of any that would help in a ranking dungeon. Um, you know, I, I knew about like save scumming when Arena first came out, but um it's that's so funny now, isn't it? Like yeah, it totally the idea is. that like people are like, oh, post a photo of your uh, of your experience, or it doesn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah. And now it's just like it's arena, it's arena, you know. Yeah, you just you just run through. Like, which lead do you want to use? We could use any of them, and we'll just run through. It's no big deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, Watatsumi ranking dungeon was Dios dominated, and uh, I had the word out on the street is that uh, Dios is going to be good for some uh, some other upcoming ranking dungeons. Awesome. Yeah, I guess anything with some preemptives gets them going, and then you just. Run right through because obviously his active, the two that he, you know, him and and the the friend leader would bring are going to make huge burst damage that'll take anyone down, and then you just fit in whatever else you need, I suppose. Not only take anyone down, but also if you have a blue monster uh, that you're in the dungeon against, you know, get you that hit the damage, damage threshold. So easy. Yeah, yeah. I had one where I got like. I remember, like, I like, I just Dios and swiped, and I got like maybe a couple green matches, a Skyfall, and my my damage was like 117 million. Holy cow! Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move up beyond the ranking dungeon, unless you got more to say about it. No, no, not at all. Congrats all on right. the one percent. Hopefully. Yeah, me too. I, I hope so as well. And thank you for your congratulations, uh, Ronov. And I don't know how you pronounce it. And Grimory. Grimory. So okay. Grimory. Do you think Grimory? Oh, I, I was I was going with Grimory, but I am so bad at pronouncing things that I'm almost intuitively thinking I've got to be wrong. I'm I'm always lost. To be yeah, I'm so bad. 
What do you think about these? Uh, they were available for the first time. Uh, we had four times Godfest exclusives. Uh, were you hoping to pull one of them? I, I I kind of was, and at the same time, I honestly was kind of dreading doing it because I knew I would spend a lot of time and resources developing them right away. Yeah. Um, and uh, it seems like... And this is just my observation. It seems like people are more excited for Gremory. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Renove than Gremory. I've heard this as well. Yeah, it seems like uh, it's a more interesting lead to play. And, and I guess, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like the, the sub pool is more flexible. It almost seems more rigid with uh, Renove. Um, I think so as well. But what I'm thinking is that. People like to co-op these days. They like to do these dungeons in co-op. They want to try hard things in co-op. And Ronove doesn't require you to use a skill to activate. And if you're doing a longer dungeon, you know, like, if you're co-oping, you have 10 skills on your team. So maybe, like, a 10-floor dungeon, you can pop a skill every floor. Uh, if it's a arena or something like that, and you're trying to run Ronove, then you're you're looking at you know, running out of skills and then yeah. having to stall a bunch. To me, Rono seems harder to use. I mean, maybe it's just I'm still sort of stuck in my shell of like, oh, like I can't, there's no way I can make a heart cross and match three or four other colors at the same, you know, in the time that I have. Like, how am I going to do that? Yeah, it seems... Um... I mean, that, that's one of the reasons I love Mir, because of the built-in time extends. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a challenge, and I, I've been getting better at making the heart crosses, but I would think that I, I would definitely have a, a, a rough time having to match specific colors to activate. I think so. And, you know, Grem, uh, Ronov has two time extends uh, as awakenings on each one. So you'd have to start off with... You know, six seconds plus whatever time extends are on your subs. But people are like, oh, what's, you know, what's the, the Ronov team? It's people are like, yeah, it's uh, Ronov, two Kaedes, Ragnarok Dragon, and then somebody else. And I can't remember who the other one is. But the like, other one is uh, Razuel is the ideal oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, to fill out your, your team. Fill and out the colors and Heartmaker. You got it, yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's. It just seems like Gremory would be maybe a little bit better. Yeah, you know, like you got the unbindable active. We're gonna talk about her in a little bit. Maybe okay, we'll okay. Um, so I think that that's the debate there. But uh, you know, people pulled those and were pretty psyched. Is Ronov a five star? Ronov is five. Ronov's five and Gremory's six. Yeah. How about how about uh, Art? You like you like Gremory better? Gremory. Okay, this might Gremory. be unpopular, but yeah, I like Gremory better. Um, his, I think, just the coloring of him—it reminds me of like a, a '90s cartoon or something. He's like that, like toxic, glowing green. Oh, that's so that's Ronov. What's that? Ronov is the the green one. Oh, what did I say? That's what I said. No, you said Gremory, but well, then yeah. I mean, we've been talking for over an hour. You should have known what I meant, Evan. 
Jeez. <laughs> I didn't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Ronov, um, the artwork on Ronov is uh, a throwback to like lots of the, the – I was, I was looking up some 90s cartoons that it was reminding me of. And the closest thing I got to, I think, was um, – let me see if I got this right. Um, <laughs> look up – are you on a computer right now, or do you I have? Am. Okay, I'm, I can I can look something up. Do Maybe. a Google search for slasher skateboard. Slasher skateboard. Slasher skateboard. <laughs> and go to the image results, and that's kind of what what Renault reminds me of. All right, I see it. <laughs> All right, I like it. I like it. That's awesome. Um, I actually just. In my mind, just the image of Ronov reminds me of. Did you ever watch the Kids in the Hall? Um, I did not. No, Kids in the Hall were a sketch comedy troupe, and uh, they had this uh, one sketch. And they had a TV show that was on Comedy Central. And now I'm dating myself by saying, like, yeah, when I was a kid, I used to watch Kids in the Hall. But <laughs> whatever, uh, I'm old. Everyone knows it at this point. If you're listening to the podcast. Ronov reminds me of the – they had this point, this uh, sketch where there was a guy who was like supposed to be a teenager in his you know basement or whatever on the couch and he was just playing his guitar and then the devil shows up and they have a guitar battle. <laughs> so so and, Ronov looks like that devil. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't really look like it. It just has the, like, the emotional connection. To yeah, it, yeah. Like you know, this – the you know this demon this devil playing the guitar in a battle and the the punchline to that whole thing was that this guy had to fight and he had to play the the classic chords of rock and roll guitar which was uh the chords from smoke on the water by deep purple is like dun 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 <laughs> that's awesome yeah i, I really like that is he the first Puzzle and Dragon monster that is uh, uh, playing a, a, a guitar? He's got to be. I mean, there have to be others that are playing instruments. Yeah, um, so Xiang Mei is playing a violin, and okay, Sandalphon, I think, has some sort of uh, Eastern, like, sitar-type instrument. Yeah, I know. He's the meditating music god, so I assume yeah. he would have one. This is the first, like, thrashing, death metal-looking uh, electric guitar-playing demon, so yeah. I welcome him with open arms. All right. I'm glad you brought that up, because I have this thing about guns in pad and i just love when these monsters have guns it somehow seems out of place and awesome at the same time <laughs> it is true yeah you don't see too much of that huh yeah you got rodin who's got you know a handful of bullets and he's got his eyes uh, like sort of old school looking rifle um the new akachi has a gun oh really oh yeah. i'm gonna have to check that out all right what do you think about – all right, so summer – we'll move on to the summer collab in terms of North America news. We talked about our pulls. Are there any highlights in the REM, like anything you think like uh, people should chase after? Um, for the summer collab? Yeah. 
I, I, I would give the same advice that I always give on my channel, and it's avoid it like the plague if you're trying to intelligently manage your resources. But if you just want to have fun, yeah, there's some awesome stuff in there. <laughs> if you don't care about spending some stones and not getting what you want, and you're going to have fun pulling, um, I mean, obviously, the, the blue mirror is amazing. Um, but there's, I mean, the artwork in them is just really fun. So, I mean, no, go the on. artwork is super fun. Like, there's all these little details in there that are so cool. Yeah. Um, even uh, a Wilda, who is the the worst pull I think in the whole collab, because I think you can argue that all of the other silver pulls are worth having in your box. Yeah, yeah. A Wilda is kind of garbage. Unless you're planning to do like a super cheese team and you should steer away from that if you enjoy your life. <laughs> um, but, you know, like even Awilda in her art, there's chibi versions of the other pirate dragons in her art. There's like a little, you know, the whatever the dark one is, Bartholomew or something like that. He's building a sandcastle in front of her. And one of the other ones is surfing on a wave behind her. And there's like the uh, Anne and Anna or whatever their names. Anne and Mary are like on a little chibi version of their dragon like flying through the wave. It's, yeah. The, the artwork is so good in all of these. Um, I think they're worthwhile. Um, and then I think that pulling Surfer Goemon is a great idea. So, so that is actually, um, that was going to be some of my advice I wanted to, to give to early people. If you have some stones to spare and you don't mind not pulling a god fest and hunting for certain gods, that Surfer Gomon could be a great, great farm lead. That is an ultimate version of a descend boss that you're getting, uh, from, from a silver egg. Yeah. I, I think, and you know, even better to be honest with you, a better version. That's two true. Skill. Yeah, two skill boosts, very valuable. Yeah, makes your team just that much more flexible. Now, some of the other REMs in the, the other REM monsters in the summer collab are really great, and they all a lot of them have good niche uses. But uh, you know, I think that you know there's some really good stuff in the silvers, so it might. Your 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 bad tip might actually be a good tip. I try to keep my bad tips bad, but I'll have to accept that this time. All right, what do you think about Beach Miru for 500k MP? I I plunked it down, uh, honestly, because I had a bunch of MP and I was like, you know what? I love this art, and uh, I don't. I don't know what else I would use my MP for unless I decided to bite the bullet and buy Raw Dragon, but I, I just don't want to. <laughs> well, I actually, in my notes here, I have um, uh, highlighted here, uh, Biru, uh, so not worth. And so I, I'd, have to, I'd have to politely disagree only because I feel like the actual farmable mirror is... is uh, I mean, are, are they not the same card? Just as good, if not better. So th that's what I figured. I, I mean, because you're getting something that can be resisted here with a water element. 
Um, I mean, I guess you could skill her up a heck of a lot easier because the skill up is in the dungeon. Um, but, I mean, I suppose if you have a great sub pool for her, uh, I mean, it would be a really fun team to play anyways, but with the card being available uh, to be farmed, I just didn't think it was worth 500k. If it was 300k, I think it would be a different story, but this is, I, it is the first time they're making something available at 500, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's some uh, uh, serious MP to plunk down. I, I guess also I haven't farmed MP extensively, so I don't have a lot, and uh, it's a lot more of a scarce resource for me if, if there are any left in the game. I think farming MP is becoming a lot more accessible and and just a lot faster. So I think uh personally I was like, you know what? I think uh I I like this card enough and I'm just going to go for it. And that's the beautiful thing about Puzzle and Dragons. You can play the game exactly how you want. That's that's right. And when people disagree, you tell them to screw off cuz you got a new waifu. <laughs> All right. So uh, we are moving on to JP News. Uh, I don't think that there's a ton of stuff that I had uh, because JP has been coming to NA so fast. Um, And I think that I'm remiss because on this podcast we have not yet covered the three new Godfest exclusives that were released. Uh, But maybe those will happen when they actually come to NA. Uh, But... They recently had a JP stream where they had a player versus player tournament, and they decided that the winner would be able to pick a card to buff, and that winner picked Miru. Well, I I saw that, um, but I believe they picked the the monster they would buff beforehand, and the person who picked Miru won. It's, oh, okay. So yeah. It, I don't think the person won and then got a choice of monster. Each person going in was representing one monster, and it just happened that the the, the person that, that was representing uh, Miru uh, got the win. Well, I have to say that that's way cooler than what I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them was uh, uh, Surter. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but you know, the, uh, the, the Send no boss that makes the red board. Um, and I was really hoping he would get it because that would be great for uh, Awoken Zhao Zhao. But um, Miru got the win. Oh my God! Do you pronounce that correctly? Uh, I, I, I'm getting I'm getting pressured into it. I feel like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I've just been a, a cow cow pronouncer forever. <laughs> oh, cow cow! Oh, I thought you were talking about Miru versus Mir. Um, yeah, no, I, I you know. I, I got lots of my early pronunciation from Tyler Pad, oh, yeah. um, and I just figured like he kind of knows, and just he said Zhao Zhao, and I was like, wow, I've been saying cow cow, and I must sound like a real jerk. So <laughs> I, I switched to Zhao Zhao. All right, well, I'm I am unapologetically wrong in my pronunciations for the most part, so I'll, <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll stick with cow cow and and feel okay with it. We'll we'll see when he. Uh, when he comes out what what were you hoping for as a, a buff to searcher well uh his awakenings i think are kind of garbage ish um so probably sparse, some some right? 
Yeah, I, I believe he doesn't have many. I think he's got like four. Hold on, I'm, I'm looking it up currently. He has got, uh, yeah, one skill boost, one TPA, and one uh, row. Yeah. So even just one more skill boost, you know, because you figure if you were using him, it would be most likely in a co-op farm team. So just having the skills up is kind of what you're looking for. Yeah, it'd be almost Dios level if you're... Exactly, yeah. All right. Uh, So the... Miru buff that can, it was announced today. It's gonna they're buffing her attack from seven times attack for a heart cross to seven point seven times attack. I saw that, yeah. So that's well, I I saw a few people I guess were complaining because they were worried about going up uh, an arena against um, Sopdet and thought that they would they would go over that damage cap now, but. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's a, it's an okay buff. It's, I don't think it makes, uh, it's not gonna make her clear something that she couldn't before. And, um, she's already very powerful. She didn't need much. What, yeah, what do you dude, think? I agree. I think it was the, a pretty good call. Like it's, it's significant enough. If you do the math, you're going from a 49 times attack to a 59 point something times attack. And, that's substantial. She's doing That's pretty big. a fair bit more damage, but it's not. She's not getting up to the levels that some other monsters are getting to in terms of attack, and uh, you know didn't didn't change any nothing revolutionary with like a stat buff or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was well played. Well played. Yeah, good job for them. Like they, you know, they've got this monster that's already at the top of the tier and it gets buffed, and you know. They didn't overdo it. All right. Uh, we also saw recently pushed out their split alts for Akachi and Ishida, uh, giving them their uh, leader skill versions, uh, both coming in with uh, essentially using a skill and matching two colors gives you a 64 times attack. Actually, Ishida is two colors for the 64x, and Akachi is a Sparkle 5 for the 64X. Nice. That should be fun. I, I mean, I know the sub versions, uh, the ones with the better awakenings, look pretty devastating. I believe they both have four rows. Yeah, um, and, and they grab the extra skill boost as well. So you're looking at a monster that has skill bind resist, two skill boost, and four rows. That's pretty darn good. Especially with those active abilities that are already, like, really, really nice. Yeah, those actors are some of the best in the game. I mean, they, they always... I mean, obviously, Ishida, um, you know, has the full board change with the haste. But uh, Akachi, the way he combos off of other cards is just amazing. It makes such great boards. Yeah, same with Sonata, who will get his leader version soon. But uh, it's already... You know, we've already seen the art for the... Uh, the awakening subversion of his split alt where he's got the two skill boosts and four red rows. It's going to be going to be pretty nice. I've been a big uh, Sonata fan for a while since I used to be very, very red focused. I too was heavily fire focused and went from Erd to, uh, well, my first MP purchase was Shiva Dragon and Same running here. Shiva Dragon with an Erd and Sonata combo kills everything. Everything. 
If only, uh, if only there wasn't that eight combo shield on Machine Zeus, we'd be running Shiva Dragon and, and one shotting with Urge Sonata, and he's still. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be fantastic. I, I, I wish you'd be a little more uh, relevant now, but um, maybe one day, one day. Yeah, I. You know, personally, like, uh, I talked to somebody who was like, yeah, you know, I wish I hadn't bought Shiva Dragon. I'm like, man, Shiva Dragon did so much for me. I love that monster. Even if I don't use it quite so much anymore. Except when I'm carrying someone who has Rodin, then then it's perfect. <laughs> um, we saw the God Killer version of Spica. Did you check out that, uh, that artwork there? And that, I... Uh, Killer set of awakenings. Well, the one thing um, I'm unhappy about, and I could be wrong here, but I, I'm on Puzzle Tracking X, and it's not on Puzzle Tracking X yet. I guess I'd have to go to the the new section. Um, yeah. I believe she's she's no longer smiling. Is that correct? She is, she's not. Oh man, that's so disappointing. I know. I would, uh, as as Diana puts it, I would have to try and Pikachu her. Because, uh, you know, I just can't can't evolve her to a non-smiling version. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. She's, you know, got an amazing smile and is just so happy. Yeah. So, so. happy. Those awakenings are pretty good, though. It's tough well, to uh, give that up. So hard. She's got, you know, two green orb enhance, two heart orb enhance, Two skill binder discs, two skill boost, and god killer. Like, you Oof. want that on your team. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's good. Yeah. All right. But the smile. Yeah. Just ecstatic. Just so happy. <laughs> Not anymore. Now she's she's solemn and. All business. How do you. Contemplative. Con- I don't know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We have. Have you seen the uh, the Tamazos? Okay, uh, I'm aware of them. I, the only thing I really saw was there's a Beelzebub one that was, I, I believe, in the show, and one of the Odin ones was a prize for a time restricted dungeon or something. I'm yeah, very so a- like regressive in my JP play. I'm not at the end game, so I, a lot of this stuff goes over my head. Yeah. So uh, I've just been kind of paying attention, mainly because I'm interested in how we're going to be able to get them in NA. But uh, so Tamazo is, or Tamazo is the uh, is the familiar monster that hangs out with the main character in the Pad Cross anime, and he is normally a sort of Tamadra, just sort of a kind of a Tamadra. Who I think he's, does he have red pants on or something like that? And uh, in the show, he can change. He can put on armor. And the armor that he puts on is Green Odin or Red Odin, apparently. Now, I haven't seen Red Odin in the show yet, but I've seen him throw on the Green Odin armor. And it's really funny because the first episode, when he throws it on, Ace looks over at him and he goes, and Tommaso responds, like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll explain later. <laughs> and uh so we can in pad 
earn a red or green Odin Tamazo. And the way we do, the way they've been doing it in JP is initially they're like, "Hey, here is this uh, one-shot challenge." You know, those we got that set of ten dungeons. You'd beat each one. You get a stone for each one. Uh, they were like, "If you beat the one-shot challenge in under an hour, you get the green Odin Tamazo." Oh. The entire thing, all 10 stages. All 10 stages. Wow. So they were like, uh, they extended it to two hours right off the bat because there were server problems because people were overloading it trying to do this. Uh, (laughs) And then they also, they were like, all right, we got to give people another chance. They put out this one dungeon that's randomly generated floors. It's 20 floors long. You can get a radar dragon as one of the randomly generated floors. Wow. And if you beat it within this three-hour time frame, and you can stone it. If you beat this dungeon in the three-hour time frame, you get your green Odin, Tamazo. And then they did it again with the red one. Wow. That sounds pretty serious. Yeah, so it's going to be serious to get these monsters. They're pretty interesting, too. The green Odin one is uh unbindable the the awakenings are only unbindable plus like six orb hands of green but okay. the, the uh leader skill is uh the same damage reduction 80 percent damage reduction if your hp is full that green odin has and then on top of that it's like three times attack for making a cross of green orbs Oh, so they're playing into the heart made it this way. Okay, so who would that pair up with? I don't know. I, I would oh. have to look at it a lot more. But you, you know, if you do two crosses of green, you're going to get nine times attack from that monster. Gotcha. Okay, so they stack up. Yeah. That's like the um. What's the collab coming to North America now? Where, where there's a lead that that does that? Uh, Kenshin. Kenshin. There we go. Ken, Kenshin is both the collab and the monster. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Wow. These Tamazos will be interesting, and uh, they're they're pretty cool, and I, I like the anime enough that I'm going to be doing whatever I can to try and get them when they come out. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to have to check out the anime and decide, decide how much of a fan I am before I uh, decide to, to commit to a Tamazo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, th- I think so. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> The one other sort of sneaky buff that I saw in recent JP news that I wanted to mention today was uh, Tamadra Village got a buff to where you get a guaranteed adult Tamadra in every run. Well, that's what pretty do you think cool. About that? That's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not a small uh, investment of stamina. I think it's worth getting at least one uh, Tamadra each time. I think that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I think so too, and I think that that might put it up above, uh, you know, what you get from doing Tamadra Retreat. People used to be like, "Oh yeah, Tamadra Retreat guaranteed the best way. The stamina cost is half. There's you know eight floors for you to get, you know, a potential drop on instead of uh, five floors." But uh, you know, those Devi Tamas don't need them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll skip them, please. <laughs> and uh, you know, I the days where I evolve my t- baby Tamadras are long since in the past, and uh, you know, I'll just take a, at least a baby Tamadra on every floor, especially if I'm co-oping. I'll 
I'll take that, please. That'll work out just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. At first, I thought the baby Tamajo were worth evolving, and I very quickly learned that that is extremely tedious and is not, not the best way to get awakened. I mean, I guess for some people at certain parts of the game, you know, if they're trying to not end up purchase, those might be very valuable resources. But for most people advancing to the end game, you know, you're spam feeding uh, uh, baby Tamas. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, there's that. There was that period where I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna evolve baby Tamadras, and I'm gonna farm, uh, you know, Jupiter City in the sky to get my, you know, dub topolets, and I'm gonna farm the Thursday dungeon, or I'm gonna farm uh, Aether Aether Desert and get, you know, red." pengdras and uh dub topolets and then i'm going to evolve those pengdras with the extra dragon plants from when i farm for my dragon fruits in the third oh dungeon. man like you know i was doing that it's it's you know stamina efficient but i think i think nowadays it's we've passed beyond that and you just feed your babies and hope for good luck that's it they grow up so fast yeah <laughs> All right, is there any uh, JP news that's been uh, sort of poking at your mind that you want to talk about? Um, I think you covered everything. I, I don't think I have anything to add to that. All right. Well, let's build, move on to our leader of the pod, uh, and uh, we're going to talk Gremory. Now, uh, I in the last pod was aiming for Gremory and hit Ronov instead, uh, and I don't know if I did Ronov justice uh kevin and i working together there but we'll try mm-hmm. to do that with gremory and then uh just after we talk about gremory i want to have this like sort of little discussion with you about where did gremory and Ronov fit into the current meta do you have some opinions on that um well i mean they're definitely it seems like they're towards the top they're very new in north america and i wasn't really paying too much attention to uh how much they were or were not being used in jp first um, but it seems like they're capable of outputting the damage. They're capable of reducing the damage, and that's kind of what the meta currently is. So I would say they're in in the. I mean, they have to be in in like at least an A a uh, A ranking, A plus, or I, I forget exactly how they go. I'm mean, probably not S tier, um, but you know they're up there for sure. They're definitely capable of clearing the majority of the content in the game. All right, well, let, let's look at Gremory and uh, see what she's got to offer, and then we'll, we'll revisit that opinion. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, so Gremory is a heart cross leader, uh, much like a lot of stuff that's been coming out lately, uh, cross mechanics. Uh, but Gremory is, with a heart cross, is doing a 144 times attack, provided you're using a skill at the same time. Uh, and I would say personally, it seems like enough of the damage is lumped into the heart cross or like split between the heart cross and the skill that you're not doing enough damage if you only do one of them. Yeah. So with, do you know, cause obviously I, I haven't pulled one. Um, do we have the same thing where the heart cross will carry on if there's no preempt? Yes. But then you'd have to use a skill again. In order to get the full uh, yeah. attack. Oh, so, okay. So that heart cross, the heart cross is going to give you a thirty-six x. Gotcha. But you know, we know that nowadays thirty-six times attack is not necessarily enough. 
if you're trying to do hard things. And I think that that's where most of these monsters are being judged these days. If you want to do something easy, you know, you can do it with Pandora. She'll crush stuff. You know, Woken Pandora will take the preemptive strikes and hit hard enough to clear, you know, stuff farming-wise. So we're, mm. we're judging these new monsters against the hardest content in the game. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So 36x in general is not quite enough. Like, you know, no one's no one's like, yeah, let me let me charge through Machine Hera with El Kali. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, you know, we're looking at having to activate the Heart Cross or have it activated at least and use a skill to hit the multiplier that's actually gonna help you clear hard dungeons. Um and so you know, I think that that's where, you know, having to use a skill all the time like that is where, you know, these monsters kind of suffer. Yeah, I mean, I would for sure say that. I, I honestly um, wasn't really considering that when I, I was saying she's top just because, you know, uh, Mir does not need to use a skill. Coyote does not need to use a skill. Um I mean, most of the heart cross, uh, even Renove, does not need to use a skill. That, that's pretty big because you get a lot of skill delay in dungeons these days. Yes, you do. Um, and there's enough of you know other types of mechanics that re- you need to bring utility subs. You need to bring a utility skill for this or that. And so you know you might get to a floor and you're like, I gotta burn a delay, and I, or I've gotta you know burn this other skill that's gonna take a little while, and you know that you know, using that skill might prevent you from using a skill that allows you to activate your heart cross or uh, give you enough orbs to successfully clear a floor, uh, even with your 144 times attack. So, you know, you're not going to be necessarily able to go through a dungeon and just pop, uh, you know, somebody that makes dark orbs and heart orbs every single turn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess in dungeon, you know, if that's the scenario, then you'd be you'd be pretty much set which i guess is kind of what you want you would want um ideally dark heart and probably a haste if you have to keep using actives yeah and then the thing that uh comes up when you when we look at the meta nowadays which is co-op co-op is the meta and if you are trying to use haste and create a system where you're popping skills all the time it doesn't work it doesn't work in co-op you know, you, you're, you, maybe your leaders can come back up, but then your subs just take twice as long. Haste only applies to one monster on the team, and, you know, you don't get the credit for the, you know, the turn that your partner took. So, you know, you know why did Raul fall out of the meta so fast? Because he was super powerful when you could haste actives back up, but once you're running co-op, there, you know, there's no haste. Your dungeon has to be short enough that you can get through with the skills that you had up on the first turn. That's true, yep. So, uh, what do you... Th- so, we ha- I made a little list here of monsters that I thought fit really well for Gremory. Um, she... She does have the requirement that if you want the max attack uh, from her, you've got to have devils and or balance cards. Uh, And we preferably want them to be dark cards because she's a dark card. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I see, you know, Typhon, six-star Godfest exclusive is in there, uh, does a board change that includes dark and heart, and we can sort of adjust that from there with maybe some other actives. Uh, We have 
uh, I believe Xinhua, which is the plum monster point monster Mm -hmm. uh, who makes dark orbs and heart orbs in a similar way to Yomi Dragon. Does she make, how how many does she make? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, I do not know off the top of my head. I will look that up. But uh, I, it's a fairly substantial number. She's not a, uh, a sort of... She's not shy on dishing out those uh, orbs. Let's see. Three dark, three heart. Yeah. Oh, that's less than I thought. So uh, it's, she's got a little bit less uh, good of an active compared to Yomi Dragon, but Yomi Dragon doesn't fit into that devil balance category. All right. uh, uh, but she does have haste, which is pretty cool, and her active is a little bit faster, I believe. Seven turns? Yeah, with a haste. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Akachi uh, fits in there, makes uh, hearts and dark orbs, uh, and actually combos very well with Typhon, who makes uh, a dark heart, dark heart red blue board. Uh, Pandora makes dark and hearts. Uh, we have Armored Batman, who makes uh, green, dark, and hearts. And I think Pandora would fix an Armored Batman board, changing your dark to or your green to dark. And then uh, we also have uh, Cecil, who can be dark, a dark monster that makes a light, dark, and heart board. Can you think of anyone else that really fits in that category of like an REM sub that like really synergizes? I, there's a you know Dark Devils. There's a ton of them. And you know you can you can look at putting in like someone like Hanzo who would uh, take a Typhon board and change it to you know you know one half dark orbs and then you know some heart and some some blue but uh, not really not off the top of my head I mean you definitely nailed the the major ones there um, I would think Typhon Akachi and Pandora. Would kind of be like the major ones, and obviously plum if you if you made make the purchase. Yeah, and then uh, I'm hoping that the pad cross you know collaboration will come to the NA soon, and we'll be able to make uh, Typhon Anna and Valkyrie Anna and Armor Ace Horus, Armor Ace Bastet. But uh, those will all be cool when they come. But uh, I think Typhon Anna is actually the superior card to Typhon. But uh, we'll see. Oh. Um, that being said, uh, there are some farmable subs that would work. I think maybe the only really good one is drawn Joker in combination, maybe also, uh, chaos dragon knight voice. Uh, now I've listed a few others, but they're mostly, you know, weak orb changers or, Maybe a target for skill inheritance. Okay. So we've got drawn Joker makes hearts, so that can be good. So uh, you know you you know have having a five turn dark heart maker is pretty solid. But drawn Joker's awakenings and stats are pretty mediocre at best. Um, and then Chaos Dragonite voice has you know not great awakenings, some orb enhance, and a couple of TPAs. But uh, does change light to dark. So if you did Cecil uh, into Chaos Dragonite Voice, you would have a decent board there. 
Um, and then Dragon Zombie does a Dark Orb Enhance uh, and fits into the leader skill. Grissar fits into the leader skill, has Rose, has a light to dark plus, in, or, you know, plus haste, which uh, may be superior to Chaos Dragonite voice, perhaps. I would definitely think so. Uh, but a lot, a lot harder to make usable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all those skill ups are not easy to to get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beelzebub and uh, Hadar are both dark demons who you can farm that uh, have a five turn cooldown when max skilled and enhanced dark orbs. So uh, both of them could fit in there as well. Although neither is ideal, obviously. Uh, Zerog Infinity fits in has a fast uh active ability with haste generates those extra dark orbs but sometimes you worry if you generate extra dark orbs are you generating less hearts out of your uh skyfall yeah that's exactly what i was going to bring up because like um like that's that's one of the reasons why i know some people use apollo in a mirror team because they'll use apollo and then follow with a mirror skill but Awoken Apollo with like, you know, any sort of Skyfall when, when you need hearts um, could be kind of rough. Yeah, you, you don't want to decrease the Skyfall of heart orbs. I mean, I think these these heart cross uh, mechanic monsters are, you know, they they want those hearts. And, and, you know, their attack multipliers are high enough. You don't need a ton of your attack orbs. Unless you're trying to like super super burst, in which case I think you should probably not be counting on your Skyfall to give you the attack orbs. You should be counting on your own board changes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, we did, we've skipped over the fact that Gremini, like other Heartcross monsters, has some damage reduction. Now she has thirty five percent damage reduction, which when you have two leaders doing the same, you end up having fifty seven point seven five damage reduction. Um, which is the same as Ronov, uh, and I think substantially it just feels like a lot less than having that 75% damage reduction that you get from Kaede or Miru. Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't seen what a team looks like that's put together fully with uh, Gremory. If, you know, a fully hypermax team is going to be rocking, you know, 35,000 hit points, maybe 57 and uh, three quarters is enough. But the 75 does feel pretty nice, you know, when you're just taking what would be a, you know, a one hit knockout and, uh, you know, absorbing it in your first eighth of your, your hit point bar. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe some of the balance type cards are going to be packing more hit points. But um, I don't know. I, I, I would think that's uh, you. You might even want to have a shield at some point, depending on yeah. what you're facing. Yeah, very much. Uh, can you think? Of, I I didn't come up with any other farmable subs that I thought would be very useful uh, for Grimmery. Do you have any uh, suggestions there? Um, for farmable, not really. Uh, the only thing I, I was thinking would be a nice uh, inherit is actually who we were just recently talking about is uh, Ishida. Um, ah, uh, yeah, that would be a nice, yeah, target for an inherit. I was trying to remember who that was, <laughs> and just off the top of my head, I'm like, I think that there's somebody that does that board change, <laughs> and I, I was like, Sylvie? No, not Sylvie. She's light. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Ishida, you're right, is uh, would be a good inherit. Um, I think uh, Apocalypse probably fits in there well also. 
Yep, most definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I, I can't think of a ton of others. I think uh, if you're, you know, I think those board changer, you know, a board change and then a fix. So if, if you had to, you know, if you had to throw in, you know, a farmable sub, then maybe somebody that changes light to dark that can fix an APOC board or a Cecil board would be very good. I usually try to steer away in these from collab monsters as uh, sort of your ideal subs. But uh, there's just so few good subs for Gremory, it seems, you know, that have that making dark orbs and making hard orbs that it's it's kind of tough. Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely think, you know, uh, uh, a fix on an Ishida board would be Pandora. A fix on a, a Cecil or Apocalypse board would be, I, I guess, ideally um, Grissar. But yeah, it's it's uh it's not easy. It's not easy to, to make that all work when you're relying on using an active each turn. So that's tricky. That's kinda tricky. Yeah. I I think uh, you know, as I I look at this as well, I, I think of all the heart cross mechanic teams, this one looks like it's gonna be suffering for time extends the most. Hmm, I didn't even consider that. Because I don't think Gremory has any in her awakenings. Uh, she has one. She has one? Okay. She does, yeah. So she has one. So you're looking at five seconds total from the base plus your leaders. And then, you know, if you throw in Akachi, none. Typhon, mm-hmm. I think, has one. Mm-hmm. Or does he have any? I think he has one. And then Plum would have one. Pandora would have two if you choose that version. And then Cecil and Batman, I don't quite know. So I think you are looking at maybe running pretty low on time extends compared to basically all of the other heart matching, heart cross matching leaders. Yeah, that's kind of tough. I mean, I guess if people become very proficient at making those crosses, it wouldn't really hurt too much. But I am slow as hell when I'm matching up. So I, yeah. I crave those time extends. Yeah, I need every bit of what Miro is bringing as a leader skill. Yeah. All right, so what do you think about Gremory and Rona fitting into the current meta? We've got this 57% damage reduction, uh, 144 times attack, so raw dragon level attack, uh, you know, way past what Miro does. Even with her buff, it's still going to be a lot higher damage. Uh, and... You know this this damage reduction, which is lower. You know, I I don't know what I think in terms of how they fit into the current meta. I, I don't feel like either of them has a flexible sub pool quite the way Miru does, or even the way Kaede does. Um, you know, I know Kaede's ideal teams are you know multiple Kaede's, but. You know, you don't necessarily need that to clear hard things. Yeah, um, I mean, I think here, here's the thing that that I mean, just like you said, that that multiplier is the same as like raw dragons. And raw dragon, yeah, you're typically looking at making a TPA when you really need to do damage. But when you're including rows with a 144x, you're doing ridiculous damage. Um, which is why I think having the active skill limitation was kind of needed. Otherwise, this would be probably one of the biggest uh, damage dealers in the game, um, consistently at least. I mean, I guess if, if you're, you know, um, Rico, you could go ahead and use uh, 
uh, what's it called? The, uh, the dark jammer guy. I forget his name at the moment, but, um, cause he's got like the highest multiplier, but oh, Fenrir, Fenrir. Fenrir, Fenrir. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but, um, you know, most people can't, can't achieve, you know, that full multiplier, but this one wouldn't be that hard to make. Um, so I kind of yeah. feel like, like, yeah, she would be, um, very effective in a limited amount of content, but where it does work, it would work very well. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you can envision the kind of damage you could put out with Gremory if you, you know, used one of those ideal boards that I've seen for Miru, where it's, you know, like, oh, like I've got, I've done a, you know, a double board change and I end up with, uh, you know, let's see, what is it, five and four and three is, uh, you know, I end up with, uh, 12, 12 uh, heart orbs. And you can do that cross and you can, you know, cascade a row and have, you know, five, six combos. Uh, you know, you'd be doing massive, massive amounts of damage. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, is that necessary? Uh, yeah, for most content, I would say most likely not. Yeah. So... I don't know. It, it would be fun to play with for sure. I would I would enjoy making that setup, um, you know. And I think uh, you know now that I look at it, if you're running Akachi on the team, maybe it's worth you know throwing a Haku in there so you can get that Hakechi board and uh, you know do one of those big row drops uh, board setups or you know even just if you end up with only like you know nine orbs or something. Um, but yeah, I think uh, can do a lot there. Yeah, definitely, definitely interesting to uh, to explore and, and uh, I don't know. I, I want to see the sort of teams that people are going to put together because, and like I said, you uh, just came out and you know I I, I didn't get to roll one, but I want to see what uh, what people can can uh, start posting. Yeah, sounds great. Um, let's move on. Uh, we've got sort of two segments left that we want to do and I think both of them are going to be pretty quick um, I have art that I love and I'm just going to throw it out there right away uh, this is the cute corner pick for me is uh, 3 one, one two, and it is sniper at rest Mir <laughs> uh, and you know I think this is more sort of a overall tribute to the summer collab I thought they had amazing art throughout a lot of this uh, collab and uh, for some reason the super soaker that she's got just gets me <laughs> I, I love it um, I you know a re- very uh, reminiscent of the child my childhood got the super soaker in one hand water balloon in the other just coming to get you I, I love it I'm in yeah definitely yeah, I, I kind of like the um, you know you have these targets that look like pretty serious you know with the name sniper and then she's got the uh you know a water gun <laughs> yeah all right uh what do you got for us um i have got two five five three all right denebola denebola very underappreciated um for some reason i've rolled quite a few of these and <laughs> i just i i find them just adorable it's, it's like a bastet level of uh cuteness there and it's one of the first cards where i was like you know what i don't really i still i don't think i've cleared anything with her 
But I just like having her. I don't know why. One of the first cards. I can totally understand that. And I love that the gears are flying around. She's got the gears. I think uh, some green and red ones. Uh, and uh, I, the only thing that uh, you know throws me off on this art is she's got sharp teeth, man. She's got little like <laughs> steel... She's got a Jaws mouth, you know Jaws from the old. Uh, oh yeah, from James, James Bond. Bond yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely looks at least a little dangerous with some claws going on and yeah. some sharp teeth. So, a- approach with caution, I guess. Yeah, uh, but definitely a lot of really good details in there, and and listeners to the podcast will know that I am a huge fan of the details. All right, excellent cue corner. Uh, not too, not too in depth this time. We can go. Uh, we can dive into something on a future podcast. So, all right, tip of the pod. You know, sometimes we have a question in this space. Uh, right now, we're just gonna go uh, with a tip. Um, I have an early game and a mid game tip, and uh, my early game tip is make a tengu, an alt evo tengu with those four skill boosts. For the love of God, make a tengu if you are in the early game. Oh, definitely. And I think one of the things we've talked about uh, quite a bit today is that co-op is kind of where people are at. And like we just talked about as one of the big detractors of Dremory is that once you use those active skills, it's hard to get them back. So in, in a sense, having skill boosts is as important, if not more important than skill levels, because most of the time you're not getting them back. It's a hundred percent the case. I mean, you know, you go into a dungeon and you like as as someone who's trying to carry someone else like you know you want your skills up first turn or like even if you've you know if you're the person that's being carried is like maybe bringing a delay you know like their delay is probably not skilled up so if you've got an echidna that's a 15 turns like i you know we don't have time to stall because you're not doing enough damage and not healing enough on your turns if you're the person being carried oh yeah so you know, let's get those skills up. Let's get everyone's skills up. And such an easy thing to do is to, you know, you can get carried through Tengu really easily. Just evolve him, awaken him. You don't even have to level him up very much. Just get those skill boosts on your team. Then you can put in those subs that don't have skill boosts or have a very useful skill and you haven't skilled them up. And, you know, because those skill boosts are shared across teams, it's so important. Definitely, definitely. Great tip. All right. Uh, I also have a mid-game tip, uh, which is make a Thieves' Den push-button team. It's not hard to do, and it will help you help drive you into the late game. Oh, yeah. Getting those pluses is so key. So w- what are some good uh, target subs for that? So Thieves' Den, you can make an entirely farmable push-button Thieves' Den team. So that's why I say to do it, because you can do it everyone can do it uh golemon as a leader uh or beach golemon in this case you can do beach golemon as well if you happen to pull one of those um but you can do ultiva golemon uh and then uh you can have a beetlejuice the red mech dragon get them skilled up a little bit and then you can do three devilfish. And all you have to do is max level a devilfish. And devilfish drop in dungeons that can be carried fairly easily. Or they can be evolved from drops in uh, Dragon Zombie, which is a super easy dungeon. So three devilfish, Beetlejuice, Goemon as a leader, 
and you know almost anybody can help you as a second and you can just cruise through that dungeon really really fast and uh you know fully farmable team there's rem options that fit in there and make it even faster and easier but man make a team for that dungeon it will make your plus egg farming incredibly fast and incredibly painless yeah, that, that's that's fantastic, and that I guess kind of ties into what was my my bad tip earlier, which I guess should have fit into this part of the podcast, which was you know it's it's uh, those gomons are popping out like crazy. Like I said, I think I pulled ten times and I got three of them. So if you have some stones, um, it might be worth trying to get a beach gomon if you're pretty far off from actually clearing the gomon descendage uh, dungeon definitely worth it and you know having those two skill boosts there and you'll have one skill boost i think on your uh you know your beetlejuice you can have a friend bring all those skill boosts bring four tengus as their sub plus one goemon and you'll have all the skill boosts you need you won't even have to skill up that beach goemon perfect yeah i i think that was kind of my uh my plan to run with a bunch of skill boosts and not even worrying about skilling up beach goemon and seeing uh how, how much of a uh, button team I can make with that. So Sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. I think we're at the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. It was awesome. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. This is uh, lots of fun. You know, I mean, I have a great time making my, my YouTube videos, and this is just another fun way to enjoy uh, Puzzle and Dragons. So thank yeah. you. So many fun ways to enjoy this game. <laughs> uh, you betcha. All right. Uh, if anyone has any comments or suggestions or questions they'd like to email into the Pad Bros podcast, you can reach us. The email address is padcastbros at gmail.com. That's P A D C A S T B R O S at gmail.com. Now, uh, do you have a sign off you like to do normally? Um, it, well, it doesn't work uh, on audio. I normally say you'll see me next time because I'm on video. But uh, I guess, you know, if you're interested in checking out any of my content, uh, it's kind of goofy, it's kind of derpy. I'm not as good as Evan, but I think I have a good time and my beard looks okay. Uh, I'm on YouTube.com slash AlphaPad, A-L-F-U-H-P-A-D. All right. Well, uh, I urge everyone to go over there and check it out. Uh, Very fun videos. And... uh, for the puzzle for the podcast or sorry podcast bros pad bros sign off oh my god i mangled that so badly for the the pad bros sign off uh, we're gonna go with what kevin always says and uh, may the skyfall gods be ever in your favor that's that's great that's it bye thanks take care